Hello everyone, and welcome to One-on-One -on -one with CI Multi-Asset Management. My name is Marcello Holdich, and I'm a Vice President and Portfolio Manager on the team. Today, I will discuss a landmark shift in the Federal Reserve's policy framework. What is this shift, and what does it mean to investors? The framework shift combines a move beyond inflation targeting to flexible inflation averaging with an expansive approach to full employment. On inflation targeting, previously the goal was simply to guide inflation back to the 2% target. The Fed Reserve has now moved to an average inflation targeting. So for example, having undershot its inflation target for the past several years, the Fed would now be willing to tolerate inflation above 2% to make up for the prior shortfalls. So one question is why now? Well, one reason is simply that the old approach of inflation targeting was no longer maintaining inflation at target or achieving maximum employment in an era where interest rates are at or near their zero lower bound. Another reason is that inflation expectations, so what the market's expecting inflation to be, were becoming unanchored on the downside. The Fed has undershot its inflation target for most of the past decade, and markets were expecting the same to continue. The Fed wants to avoid a vicious circle whereby inflation expectations sink lower, and then actual inflation follows suit, and the central bank just simply is unable to deliver on its mandate. So what does this mean for interest rates? Well, one goal of average inflation targeting is to push up inflation expectations and lower real interest rates leading to more vigorous economic growth. In the current cycle, this means there will be no preemptive tightening in policy. Instead, the Federal Reserve will let inflation accelerate beyond 2% before raising interest rates. This means that zero rates will likely persist for longer and rate hikes will occur more slowly. Another element is the expansive approach to full employment that the Fed has now changed, which effectively means no more preemptive rate hikes based on a low jobless rate alone, as they've done in prior cycles. The quote-unquote Phillips curve theory, which states that inflation pressures mount when unemployment falls, has been all but abandoned. The new policy framework will likely act as an anchor on nominal bond yields, meaning interest rates are going to stay low, and keep real rates, which is interest rates minus inflation. So if you have a bond that yields 1% and inflation expectations are 2%, then the, the real yield on that is effectively negative 1. So we think you'll see negative real rates for the foreseeable future. A big beneficiary of this new framework is the federal government. The U.S.'s Congressional Budget Office now projects that the fiscal year 2020 deficit will exceed $3 trillion. A higher bond yield or higher nominal bond yield on U.S. Treasuries would cause greater strain on the federal government finances. So lower rates will definitely make it easier to manage the central government's growing debt burden. This also has meaningful effects on countries other than the U.S. Other major central banks will likely adopt a similar mix of policy framework shifts or policy actions over time. We will be very attentive to what we hear during the upcoming central bank meetings. So what about investors? Well, all else equal, lower real rates will provide support for precious metals like gold and support equity valuations, which benefit from lower real interest rates. On the flip side, investors are likely to experience negative real returns on, on cash or shorter-term government bonds. We continue to strategically underweight government bonds across all our portfolios, but maintain the flexibility to take advantage of opportunities in the government bond market when they arise. That's all for today. Thank you and stay safe and healthy.
This podcast is provided as a general source of information and should not be considered personal, legal, accounting, tax, or investment advice, or construed as an endorsement or recommendation of any entity or security discussed. Investors should seek the advice of professionals prior to implementing any changes to their investment. Certain statements in this podcast are forward-looking that are predictive in nature, depend upon, or refer to future events or conditions. Forward-looking statements are subject to risks, uncertainties, and assumptions that could cause actual results to differ materially from those set forth. Although the forward-looking statements contained herein are based upon what CI Global Asset Management and the Portfolio Manager believe to be reasonable assumptions, neither CI Global Asset Management nor the Portfolio Manager can assure that actual results will be consistent with these forward-looking statements. Certain statements contained in this podcast are based in whole or in part on information provided by third parties, and CI Global Asset Management has taken reasonable steps to ensure their accuracy. Market conditions may change, which may impact the information contained in this podcast. Commissions, trailing commissions, management fees, and expenses all may be associated with mutual fund investments. Please read the prospectus before investing. The indicated rates of return are the historical annual compounded total returns, net of fees and expenses, payable by the fund, including changes in security value and reinvestment of all dividends or distributions, and do not take into account sales, redemption, distribution, or optional charges or income taxes payable by any security holder that would have reduced returns. Mutual funds are not guaranteed, their values change frequently, and past performance may not be repeated.